This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thanks, Stuvie, very much. Thank you, thank you, and uh, welcome. It's our second hour, and we can get it underway very quickly today. I'm glad to have you uh, tuned and uh, here on the 19th of September. Kind of a momentous day in my life. I'll explain later. Um, or it has been. I'll put it that way. Um, and I'd like to hear from you. Although the lines are filled right now, make note of the number. And as I empty a line, you'll hear me finishing up a phone call. That would be your time to call. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. We always begin this hour with the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. And I have a very special girl for you today. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Polly. Polly is a sweet senior looking for a home to spend her golden years. At 13 years old, this mixed breed gal may be older, but she has much love to give. Polly is available through the SPCA of Texas FOSPIS program. I'm not familiar with that term, and if I'm mispronouncing, please forgive me. Where all you have to do is provide a safe, loving environment for Polly to live out her life. And the SPCA of Texas provides the rest. Medical care, supplies, and all of the support you need at no cost to you. Polly is a very gentle, easygoing, and affectionate pup. She loves when you give her scratches from head to toe. She's content to spend her time, spend her time snoozing on the sofa or cuddled up in her dog bed. Polly would do best in a home without stairs, but she's open to meeting children over 10 and other laid-back dogs. To learn more about the SPCA of Texas FOSPIS program, please visit spca.org slash Foster. Polly is waiting to meet you at SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. That's S it's F O S P I C E. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Polly has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age appropriate vaccines. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at forty two. That's not that. It's 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. That's 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at SPCA dot org uh, uh, slash find a pet spca.org slash find a pet one word and you can visit spca.org slash dog adopt one word to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat and uh, this is polly and she is the 13 year old mixed breed a sweet dog and she's looking for a home and i hope you can help so that's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week for today, and is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. Ace Hardware. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. These are the two cubic foot bags for $13.99. Save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $11.99, a limit of 60 bags. 60, six, zero. That's a big savings on a lot of potting soil. Beautify your potted flowers with miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Their specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months and protect against over- and under-watering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than basic potting soil so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants twice as big versus unfed plants. It's Ace Stores. They're parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. They have local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. No matter what it is you're working on, they have the people and they have the knowledge. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. 
warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere, and you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phone lines to Jacob in North Texas, near Texas Motor Speedway. Jacob, how can I help you? Yes, sir. I got an ash that uh, got caught up in that freeze we had. And it, it's come back three-quarters of the way, but I got some branches. You know, that the, the main big branches that stick out, they have nothing on them. Should I leave those or get rid of them? Well, they're not going to um, they're not going to leaf out if they haven't already. They need to be removed. Um, I will say same thing I mentioned to um, somebody earlier, either Randy Williams or to one of my callers, uh, with ash trees um, that had significant freeze damage. You can go ahead and trim out that damage and uh, not leave stubs. Just prune it back nice and and cleanly. Uh, and and just take advantage of the regrowth, but then comes the warning: you still have an ash tree, and ash trees are inherently prone to uh, borer invasion, B-O-R-E-R, um, mm. and they have a very limited life expectancy. And now, with the arrival of the emerald ash borer from the Midwest. That is the one that has annihilated. You're, you're going to say, I waited through a newscast to hear this bad news. But um, <laughs> emerald ash borer has annihilated entire forests of ash trees up in Kentucky and Ohio and throughout the Northeast and Midwest. Um, I'm sure Louisville Slugger is making their bats out of maple now exclusively because of this insect. And it has moved mm-hmm. into East Texas, and now it has been sighted in Denton County and Tarrant County. So yeah. I, I I don't know that I would invest a lot of money in hiring somebody to come out and, and do a lot of grooming on this tree. I think I'd probably spend that same amount of money on buying a new tree. What tree would you recommend? How tall and wide do you want your tree to be? I don't know how big your yard is. I would say 20-foot diameter. All right. Um, then I would probably, that's a mid-sized tree, and I'll mention several that are good in that size range. Uh, very good and a whole lot better than ash. Um, golden rain tree is good, hard to find, but it's, it's outstanding. Um, red buds would be good. Mexican plum would be good. Those are all ones I would categorize as, uh, as B plus or A minus. And then the A++ would be Little Gem, G-E-M, Southern Magnolia. Um, it's slower growing, but it, it is a, a very uh, lovely tree, beautiful evergreen tree. And then one that I like a lot that is ultimately slow growing. Well, I wouldn't say that. It's just slow growing uh, that I have. I have three of them in our yard um, is Ginkgo, the the male grafted ginkgo that has beautiful fall color and unusual growing habit. I don't think I'd want it as the only prime uh, shade tree in my yard, but it's a wonderful second or third tree in a yard. It will grow that big or a little larger here. It gets much larger up in the Midwest. But it's a beautiful tree. I've never seen any insect or disease problem on it. Uh, it's just a great tree, but it is slow growing compared to the others. Okay. Well, I appreciate you. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting. Appreciate that very much. Thank you, Jim. All right. We have uh, Jacob. I'm sorry. We have Jim coming up. I'll be okay. I will be okay. I keep telling myself that. Have all my life. <laughs> Let me I tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you want to see uh, our ginkgo tree, it's in the book. I have a photo of it in, in my book. I love it. I have one that I've had for 35 years, and it's about 30 feet tall. I have one I've had for about 12 years. And it's about uh, 15 or 18 feet tall. And I have one I, I bought for myself uh, when I was buying an Oklahoma redbud for my wife um, two years ago. And it's about, uh, oh, I guess seven or eight feet tall now. So I love ginkgo trees. Anyway, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening could be your next go-to gardening reference. I think you'll find it to be very, very handy. 840 photographs. So I try to have every plant that I'm writing about in the book 
pictured in the book, so you can see what you what I'm talking about. It also has uh, more than 25 multi-page charts to give you lots of information in very short order. If I had written all this out, this book would be 800 pages instead of uh, instead of 840 photos. It'd have 800 pages. And so all those charts really are helpful. 344 pages. And uh, chapter two is a 48-page calendar. I've never put that in a book before. I used to have it on my Texas gardening calendar each year. This is like four or five times the volume, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden for any county in the state of Texas. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It's available only from my website or by calling my office. I, Since you can't walk in and open it up and look at it and decide whether you want to buy it, you have to look at it on my website and make that decision. Because of that, I guarantee your satisfaction 100%, just like I do with everything I sell. If you're not satisfied, then I'll refund every penny. I've been making that promise to you since the day we first started selling the book, and I've not had one request for a refund yet. 67,000 copies sold. Not one request for refund. Here are the two ways you can buy it. Thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. I sign every copy. I'll be signing tonight. So order it from neilsperry.com if you want one that I signed tonight. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Or call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And here is that number, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way is neilsperry.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. Tommy told my audience yesterday on Sister Station uh, KLIF at 2.45 each uh, week, I do a birding feature with him. He's an avid uh, wild bird watcher. And uh, he also mentioned, I, I give him a little bit of time to talk about our church. That is our church, the First United Methodist Church of McKinney. And he um, mentioned to me that today is consecration day for uh, the uh, Melissa United Methodist Church that we helped uh, open and start. That all came together nine years ago with the acquisition of property and uh, a donation from a very generous family within the First United Methodist Church of McKinney uh, family and uh, fundraisers and so on. I don't need to get into that detail, but today is the day that the bishop is there and other uh, important souls, including Pastor Tommy, uh, we have. Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like sourdough. You just you share it. <laughs> you share the wealth, you know. And we wanted to help uh, spread the uh, the gospel to the city of Melissa and help get a church started. And Tommy Brummett helped spearhead that. He's a wonderful pastor. So anyway, that's going on right now at nine o'clock. And I think it will be repeated at 11 o'clock. I thought it was to be uh, on the live stream at 9 o'clock, and I couldn't find that when I went to sharingtheheart.org, but I probably was in the wrong part of the website, and I only had a couple minutes before we went back on the air live. So I will look when I get home, uh, and uh, we'll give it a, a, a try at that point. So anyway, that's the uh, First United Methodist Church of McKinney, and now Melissa. Mueller, why pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you could own a Mueller building? Wouldn't that be better? I think it would. Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable. They offer a permanent storage solution right there in your own backyard. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors in which to choose, their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller Standard Series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. 
From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. You can get a free customized building estimate. While you're there, click on their color selector tool to make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means steel buildings for permanent storage. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. Thanks, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones now to Jim and then Betty Joe. We have a line open if you'd like to call now. It's 800-288-WBAP. Jim in Plano, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, howdy, Neil. Uh, great to talk to you this fine morning. Thank you, sir. Hey, uh, my question is about fertilizer in the fall. Okay. And um, I've taken your advice about the Scots winterizer, what is it, 38010? 35010. Yes, sir. And now I want to know precisely... When's a good moment for me to put it on the ground? Moment? <laughs> I don't know that it's quite that precise. Sometime in the next week or so would be ideal. Okay. That, well, ideal is good. <laughs> ideal is always right. good. It actually could go down any time between the, uh, probably the 10th and 20th of September. Uh, you're, and, and it's not that precise, 25th of September. I like to do it early in that period because you never know when that first freeze is going to happen. Our first freeze in 2020, a year ago, came in late October, so it was just a little over a, a month from now, and yeah. that's that's un, unusually early. Last year was just bizarre in all respects. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like last year was like where I'm originally from, so uh, I wasn't that awed by it all. And, yeah, uh, yeah my, my crepe myrtles, that I have in the backyard, which are my primary shade. I have to have them. They're, they're, they're invaluable to me. Uh, I have one that acted funny after all. The other two that were further away from the house um, acted normal. And everything seemed to be like, you know, they, they bloomed and, well, they leafed and then they bloomed kind of together. And then one mirror of the house was a little later. Must be a different variety. That's what I wondered, yeah. What yeah, color okay. is the one close to the house? Uh, the blooms are white, and okay. the other two are white also. Uh, I've always led to believe that they were the same. But uh, when it uh, shed its uh, outer bark this year, uh, the color of the tree uh, is different. It's a much lighter color than the other two. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know what happened there. But, uh, You're saying the color of the trunk or the color of the flowers? The color of the trunk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. probably but, have one of the Fourii hybrids, Legerstromia <laughs> Fourii, not to get horribly botanical on you, but that was a, that's a species from Japan that was used by the National Arboretum in their breeding program uh, to, uh, to, to get rid of powdery mildew. It is highly resistant to powdery mildew. Dr. Don Egoff yeah. did that breeding, and, and he was brilliant with his crepe myrtle research, absolutely brilliant. But one of the things that we gave up was winter hardiness on a few of those varieties. The variety Natchez, for example, uh, suffers more cold damage than uh, some of the older varieties of white crepe myrtles. Um, and, and so that's per very likely, perhaps anyway, the, the, the reason for the difference. I don't know without knowing the varieties and seeing the situation, but it's not uncommon for crepe myrtles this year, uh, especially the, the the one that was hurt the worst um, is Tuscarora. It's a, a deep rosy red, and they really were were thinned out, and they've been lethargic from uh, thigh high upward. 
the new growth from the bottom, from the ground, has been very strong. So the roots are fine and the stems are fine at the ground line. But the top growth was hurt badly and probably should have been cut off and, and uh, the regrowth encouraged. And I didn't, oh. I didn't think it was quite as bad as it was back in the spring. It looked like they were going to rebound pretty well. It's not too late to trim those and, and uh, retrain them. But, but anyway, that's a side issue. But that's probably what you're seeing with your one up close to the house. Well, I, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you about the crepe myrtles. We never cut them back. Well, I'm talking about. I, I'm not talking about topping. I'm talking about cutting them completely to the ground and retraining. Oh, it's a very, very different thing. If you go to CrepeMyrtleTrails.org, yeah. you'll see what I'm talking about. I wrote that part of the basic care, and you'll see that the difference in topping is is monumentally different from what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, yeah. Bill. Uh, yeah, these are uh, the, the ones that I have are uh, the trunks are at least a foot across. They're pretty big right. trees. No, I got yeah. it. I got it. But yeah, uh, I, anyway, hope I'll bet that's the difference is just two different varieties. I better run, but hopefully that helps. Well, I yeah, right. I'll put the I'll put the fertilizer down tonight. All right. <laughs> Be sure to water it in right, well. So I can make it before the 20th. I, yeah. I've been a fan and used a lot of malorganite over the years and mowed a lot of grass as a result. But I can't find that stuff anymore. So I'm going to try the Scott's Winterizer and see Good. what I get there. Good product. Thanks for the call, Jim. Have a good day. Let me go to Betty Joe in uh, Keller. I can, uh, I, I think I can help her. She's been waiting a long time. Uh, Betty Joe, I'll need to make my answer fairly quick for you, but let me give it a try. How can I help you? Okay, thanks. Hey, I love your book. Thank you. Um, and I, I follow it very carefully, and I know that planting seeds for wildflowers in the spring is a September task, but I've been late getting into my new home out here in Parker County in Weatherford. I have a half acre in the back of my house. I'd like to devote that to wildflowers and natural grasses for the birds and uh, bees. I'd like to attract some hummingbirds out there, um, but it's very heavily weeded. We just now got into the house, and I'm going to have to have my landscaper friends come out and rototill all those awful weeds out. Um, and by the time all that gets done, it might be as late as mid-October uh, before I can sow my seeds into that ground out there. And I've spent a lot of money on these seeds, and um, I just want to plant them at the right time. Do you think that's going to be too late for me to do that? Well, first of all, rototilling uh, weeds probably will not get rid of them. They've already gone to seed. You may be cultivating them right along with your wildflowers. So That's what I was afraid of. That's probably not your best plan. Um, I don't know what the weeds are, and I don't want to go through an inventory of them right now. That could take the rest of the entire program. Um, but, you know, if, if, for example, just use one example, if you have Johnson grass back there, you're going to have mm-hmm. to address it in a different way. Mowing it or, or rototilling certainly will not get rid of it, and it's going to be there to haunt you. Um, I, I think probably, I don't know how much you have in terms of volume of wildflower seeds, but I would be tempted if I were you to to find the best area that is cleanest of of what you have in your half acre, and and sow seeds in that area for now to let them get started and and learn over there, and then leave the worst of the area where the weeds are the worst for another year and 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 spend your time getting rid of those and and let the wildflowers start to get established uh, in a in a good spot. They don't wildflowers will not uh, establish well. With grasses, they, they don't want to be growing in with, uh, they certainly don't want to be growing in with the Bermuda grass. That'd be an awful mm-hmm. mistake. Um, and any other tall perennial grasses will compete. Usually when you see wildflowers doing their best, they're on their own. They're not mixed with other things. They may be mixed with other wildflowers, but they're not going to be mixed in with ornamental grasses or um, pasture grasses, things like that. Okay, how would you recommend that I do address the weeds in those heavily weeded areas? It depends Um, on what they are. You may have to use Roundup or something during the growing season to get rid of them. You maybe could still get rid of a lot of them by doing that now. Rototilling will not do it. Mowing will not do it in a single pass. It mm-hmm. depends on what they are. I would I would take photos uh, quickly, and because you need to work quickly to to get rid of them. And and if you're going to use a glyphosate weed killer, which is probably the the most effective way, efficient mm-hmm. way, if they're not completely 
through their life cycle now may be too late. If they're perennial uh, weeds, then that would be the way. Uh, I'd work through a Texas certified nursery professional. I would work through your county extension office. Uh, a feed store could help you. Those are places that would not only have product, but they could also identify the weeds. And you don't have to know what the name of the weed is. You have to know what the category is. Is it annual or perennial? Is it, uh, is it a grass or not a grass? And is it a cool season or a warm season weed? These are warm season weeds because they're out there now. Right. Oh boy. Well, that's, it's going to be a lot it's, harder. No, it's thought, not, but... it's not that hard. I don't mean to, I don't mean to discourage you. It's not that hard. Mowing will get rid of most of them, but it won't do it in a single mowing. If you were to mow right. that for a year, that'll get rid of a lot. But if it's, if it is fairly heavily turfed, then then that's maybe not the best place for the wildflowers. Or maybe you need to get rid of that turf or that grass. If there's Bermuda there, you need to get rid of all oh, of no. that before you start planting. Okay. No. This yeah. was farmland so it it's okay. There's never been any well, it of sounds that, beautiful but. and I'll bet I'll bet they'll do well, but I'd I'd get rid of that stuff before you before you scuff uh, with a rototiller and sow the seed. And okay. uh, you you might uh, you might even consider putting the seed in the refrigerator for for a year. You, you're going to lose some of it to aging out, but most of it'll survive quite well. If, okay. if you if you bought from a really good dealer like Wild Seed Farms in Fredericksburg, I'd contact them and just ask, "What can I do? Here's here's now the state of events as it they exist now. Mm-hmm. What should I do?" And they'll they'll be okay. able to help you. All right, then. Uh, thank you so much. For all You're your welcome. It, it may not be the answer you wanted, but it's a good answer, and it gives you better direction, I think. Appreciate your call, Betty Joe, very much. Good luck with it. WhizQ Stone. These are the leaders in the stone industry. They are leaders in the nursery and landscape contracting industry. They're just born to be leaders. That's what it is. Mike Wisenan has, uh, has served at a very high level in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, but put all of that aside. He's just the best in this business. And his son, Derek, right there alongside his dad. It's a third-generation family business. 22 acres of beautiful stone. Just a great place to shop. And one of my favorite places to go. They have a stone for every project. Let's say that you're doing retaining walls. They have several different choices. So you can have your stone retaining wall look like it just happened out of the native stone in your neighborhood. Maybe you want to do a patio and you want it to look like it is just a a, a stone outcropping of your area. They have exactly that. Or maybe you need decorative river rock right out of the, the Rocky Mountains. They have river rock from all over, different sources, different sizes, different colors. I love this place. It's so much fun to shop there. Decorative gravel, landscape boulders. You, you don't have a landscape unless you have a, a landscape boulder or three someplace to put, uh, for example, a, a sundial on or, or a gazing ball or something. It's just all fun at WhizQ Stone, and they deliver anywhere you can hear me. Make it a, a journey. They're a destination place, and uh, I'll give you the address. You can get there. You can enjoy your trip. Uh, they're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. Whiz. Q Stone, W-H-I-Z hyphen Q dot com. Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Again, open Monday through Saturday, 817-429-0822. Whiz hyphen Q dot com. It's Whiskey Stone. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my uh, computer to your email Thursdays right after 6 p.m. There always are five stories. I write almost all of them. One of them is a featured plant of the week. One is a featured question of the week. And one of them is gardening this weekend, where I point out the most important tasks for the ensuing three or four days. If you want to see what it looks like, go to the place where you sign up for it on my website. You have to sign up for it. We can't do that for you. That is at neilsperry.com. Same place where you go to buy my book, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. Click on eGardens. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com.
The Biden administration plans to send thousands of Haitian migrants back to Haiti. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction blocks the entrance ramp to southbound 35W at Terrence Parkway. Another construction project is closed 635's HOV lanes both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. And for WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. It'll be sunny and warm today. High temperature, 92. Tomorrow, sunny and hotter. Tomorrow's high temperature will hit 97. But Tuesday, it'll be cooler with a chance for some rain. Right now, it's sunny and 79 degrees. The Biden administration's decided to send back to Haiti thousands of would-be migrants who've gathered under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas. A spokesman for the National Border Patrol Council tells Fox News it's best to deal with them before they actually get into the country. Well, you know, they have to go through an an asylum officer, then through the judge, and then the judge will decide. A lot of these people don't show up to their court case. They need to start putting judges and asylum officers down there on the border fast-track these cases and get these individuals out that, you know, that don't have a true asylum case. Del Rio authorities estimate 15,000 Haitians are now sheltering under that bridge. The 16th annual Autumn at the Arboretum is underway in Dallas. Over 90,000 pumpkin squash and gourds are used to create these beautiful uh, uh, mosaics with pumpkins and squash. Uh, People can take great photographs. And the theme this year is Bugtopia, so it's all things bugs. Dave Forehand says the events will run right through the end of October, October 31st. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. 24-7 News coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you, sir. I want to tell you about Baylor Scott & White Health because they sponsor this entire hour, and they have for many years, and they're going to for the next year, too, and I thank them for that. These are great people. They're great doctors, great nurses, great uh, support staff, and uh, they are there to help you. And uh, you get that My BSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health, and then you can manage your health care your way. You can keep yourself in tip-top shape. It supports your schedule appointments. You can get the test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. That's kind of nice, don't you think? And uh, that's uh, by going to, uh, you just text BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor Scott and White Health. GetBetterTexas.com. I am proud to represent them to you here. They have made a huge difference in our family's life. My wife proudly serves on the Baylor Scott and White uh, board at uh, Baylor McKinney. And uh, so we are very beholden to Baylor Scott and White Health. GetBetterTexas.com. Again, text BETTER to to 88408 for the Baylor Scott and White uh, Health app. My BSW Health app from Baylor Scott and White Health. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. The most illegitimate, corrupt administration alive is investigating corruption. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. There are a lot of migrations going through town right now. The uh, the birds migration, that's what I'm talking about. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with them. They have hummingbird feeders Oh, do they ever. They have all the information you want about how best to place the hummingbird feeders that they sell. Those high-perch hummingbird feeders are unlike anything you ever saw. They are made to last. Ours are four years old now, and they're just great. The hummingbirds love them. And uh, all you have to do is is uh, clean them and refill them every, well, twice a week is what you do. Four parts of water, one part of sugar. And uh, no dye, no anything else. Just shake it up, and, and once it's fully dissolved, put it in the high high perch hummingbird feeder and hang it out in a tree or somewhere uh, just a little away from the window and and wait for magic to happen these are like little acrobats out there and they're so much fun to watch and then you realize oh my 
goodness, this thing is tiny. They are doubling their weight right now before they fly across the Gulf of Mexico for the winter. There are other birds coming in, other birds going out of our area as they migrate through on their flight path. Now, there are three of the Wild Birds Unlimited stores that sponsor this broadcast and my program at uh, KLIF. In Dallas, David's store is at 5715 West Lover's Lane. That is uh, just west of the Dallas North Tollway, right beside Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, 5715 West Lovers Lane in Dallas. In Dallas, East Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. And uh, Ron would be happy to help you there. That's 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams, and in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. That's on Harden, 3001 South Harden, just south, just uh, about a block south of um, the uh, intersection of El Dorado Parkway and just two doors south of Tom Thumb. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together, wbu.com slash dfw. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. I think I just heard that message. Good idea. The phone line is open. If you'd like to call, I could use a couple more calls at 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. Sandra is in North Richland Hills. Sandra, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have two very quick questions. I planted Carissa Holly, Holly when I dug up the pittosporums. The Some of the older leaves of the original plant that I planted are turning brown on the tips and halfway up the leaves. Is that anything to worry about? Not if it's just on the older leaves, Sandra. Uh, if, uh, if they are... Uh, if they're old leaves from last spring or last year, they're going to drop anyway, and, and that's okay. fine. If there were okay. a serious problem, it would show up on the new growth. No, the new growth is is coming on good, and it looks healthy, so I don't have to worry about it. Nope. Okay, nope. good. One other very quick question. I have in my front yard something I've never seen in 80 years. I call it thistle, but I don't know what it is, and it came up. Some last year and a little more this year. It scares me like nuts edge. I'm afraid it'll take over. Is gallery or dimension supposed to take care of that? Um, I don't know. I, I probably would need to know what it is before I'd answer that. Um, a broadleafed weed killer spray with 2,4-D in it would be more likely to be your solution. Um, dimension would not be the prime product gallery would yeah yeah that's right you're Uh you're a good gardener Uh i'm impressed and folks listen to her because her her comments are uh, very good she and and just be quiet for just a second sandra because i'm gonna brag on you uh she has differentiated old growth and new growth and it it um, is it is interesting to me how few people realize where the new growth is and the old growth on plants and, uh, of course, new growth is always going to be out at the ends of the branches. And that is where exactly. you really tell if there is any kind of a serious problem. If gotcha. it's old leaves that are having it, that's history. That's something from a long time ago. Or it's just old leaves are ready to shed. And when she said that, she told me a lot, number one, about the plants, and number two, about Sandra. And so there you go. Now, as far as uh, dimension, yes, it is a pre-emergent for, for grassy weeds. Gallery would be a pre-emergent for thistles, but only if it's applied before the thistle seeds. Wow, that's that's not fun to say. Uh, before they germinate, and so mm-hmm. now that the plant is growing actively, a broadleafed weed killer spray with 2,4-D in it would gotcha. be your better bet. Okay, but it there are died. some there are there are some there are some stickery plants that are difficult to control with sprays. So that's where I'd probably want to know what okay. it is. I, I'd go into a, a nursery that has, like maybe one of the Callaways, that has a certified nursery professional and let them mm-hmm. look at the weed, take a sample in mm-hmm. with you. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they're not hard to pull, and so far there's not many of them. But see, I have visions of like nut sedge filling the whole yard in two or three years. So I just want to nip it in the bud. That's what I wanted to do. Sure. Well, I I'll bet you it. can. Thank you I'm so glad much. you called. You're highly spirited. Thank I like you. that. Have a good day. Right. Take care. Bye That's a good gardener. She's been she's been gardening for a while. That's fun. So anyway, well, give me a call right now if you'd like to get on. Uh, nobody called after that last uh, uh, invitation, and so I will. I know you're out there because I see the ratings, and thank you for those. This uh, program has really, really done well, and I don't, I don't make those comments very often, but, but uh, thank you. I'm humbled and and flattered, and uh, but you're not calling right now, so I'll just assume that that uh, you're afraid you won't get on the air. I'll go ahead and do my last break, and we'll get that out of the way. Um, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, simple as that. It is the uh, book that I wanted to be able to hand to you and say, this is what I wanted to do originally. When all those other books were being written and the editors of those companies were saying, Neil, you need to do this, need to do that, uh, yes, yes, clicks uh, of the heels together yes whatever you say master it wasn't that bad they were they were nice people and they were really trying to put a book out that that would be good they were not that bad that was a very bad overstatement but it wasn't as much fun as it was working with carolyn sky and cindy smith because in this case i got to choose my editor and my graphic designer and i got to make decisions of what got put into the book and whether we had a hardback or a paperback and whether it printed in China to cut down on the cost or whether it would print in the United States and 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 hopefully Texas so that I could go to the press checks and see the book printing and make sure the colors were proper that's what I got to do got to spend uh, almost three weeks in San Antonio looking at uh, I think it was 42 signatures of the book as they came off and uh, that was just cool. That's all I can say. It's a hardback on high-quality paper. This is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, covering all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables. It is in no way comparable to the old cowboy boot book. That one was last touched by me in 1991, uh, 1990, introduced in 91. And uh, this one is so much better so much better chapter two is a 48 page calendar telling you when to plant prune fertilize and spray all the plants that you're growing and uh, i've never had that in a book before this book is only 36.95 plus tax and postage and uh, that's because it is not in stores and not on amazon if it were it would be a lot more expensive so satisfaction completely guaranteed, and I sign every book as it sells. The way you buy it is to go to my website or to call my office Monday through Friday business hours. That uh, number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced foundation repair severe storms in texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof call wortham brothers roofing at 972-562-5788 schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com they've been in business more than 28 years wortham brothers roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service that's wortham brothers roofing 972-562-5788 wbroofing.com Thank you, sir. They are good. So is Arborological Services as a company, and so are their people as people. As people go, they're, they're people. They're good people. They are also award-winning people. 
And you know what? They have brought their industry from uh, the backs of pickups on ladders with a chainsaw to a really highly revered, very professional industry. There still are guys with pickups and chainsaws. But the really good companies like Arborological Services, you know, I don't want to put them in a category with anybody else. They are still at the top of the game. They are the best. They've been serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Their trucks don't have ladders. Notice that when they come to your home. There's not a ladder on a truck. I say that. I haven't followed all the trucks around, but I noticed that when Miguel Pastanez comes to our house with his crew, their truck never has a ladder. And I asked Steve Hauser, the owner of the company, that, oh, it's been several years ago. He said, Neil, I don't want our trucks going out with ladders because they're not safe. So he sends his guys up on on ropes all the way to the tops of the trees, and they are good. They're so good. That's Arborological Services. They know what to do with your trees to give them maximum life expectancy and uh, to give them the best performance as shade trees. They love trees. They love your trees as if they were their trees. They take they take possession emotionally of your trees. Give them a chance to do that. 866-552-7267. The best tree service company anywhere in Texas. Arborological.com. Arborological Services. 866 552 7267. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the My BSW Health app from Baylor Scott and White Health. To download yours, text the word better to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you, sir. And let's go to Lisa in Fort Worth. Lisa, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, your book is absolutely gorgeous. I haven't Thank read you. it all. You're welcome. And I should have looked before asking this question, but maybe this will help Betty Jo as well. If I rented a side cutter, it, they say it goes down four to five inches. Would that be deep enough to get weeds and everything out before I plant a raised garden for vegetables? If you rent a sod uh, cutter to remove soil, uh, I would think that if you went down an inch, you would get rid of almost all of any kind of sod and roots and anything else. I think that would be enough, inch and a half at the most. Uh, I've never felt the need to do that. I spray with a glyphosate to kill the existing grass, and the rest of it I can deal with by using a rear-tine rototiller, tilling it all, working in my organic matter, and then uh, mulching after the plants are growing to keep the seedling weeds from coming up. I have never used a sod cutter to to get rid of soil, to get rid of weeds. Oh, it's sod, S-O-D, not side cutter? Correct. Okay. Didn't get that from the guy at Home Depot. Well, and then should I put down some weed barrier before I put down my organic and my, uh, what was the other thing you said I should put I don't think you there. need to. Expanded shale. You don't need to. You need to leave it available for rototilling so you can go back in with a, a rear-tine rototiller every every time you have that garden empty uh, so that uh, you can you can rework the soil. You can re- No, you don't want a weed barrier in there anywhere. Okay. Is that in your book? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Well, I should have done it. I just haven't had time to read it all yet, but it is gorgeous, and I love it. Thank you. All right. Well, have a great day. Thanks Thanks for the call. Uh Let's go to Richard in Springtown. Richard, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. I hope I don't have any background noise. Um, Is there anything we need to do to prepare, I'm in Parker County, prepare crepe myrtles for the winter? Not that I'm aware of. We have um, okay. we have a lot of crepe myrtles in our, our World Collection Park and in the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney. And the only thing you can do uh, would be to water them well uh, several times during the winter. Don't let them go into the winter in a weakened condition. Uh, a lot okay. of crepe myrtles are weakened this year because of what happened in February. 
but there's not much we can do about it. They're out there on their own. It's, it's one yeah, of the reasons. One of the reasons we wanted to have the the big collection in McKinney was to uh, be able to compare them side by side, and and we got a great comparison. Yeah, the reason I ask you is they are looking a little puny, but you know how Parker County is. It's pretty sandy at my place. Well, uh, there's there's not much you can do. There's no no feeding you need to do other than the normal fall feeding with a, a very high nitrogen fertilizer okay. to get them some vigor for, for now and, and going into the spring and uh, keep them moist. There's not much else you can do. Okay. They've been doing, I have 22. They've been doing pretty good just here in the last few weeks. They're looking a little puny, but it could be because we went from wet to dry. <laughs> That does that does take a toll. They also sometimes will uh, will have a late season uh, outbreak of crape myrtle aphids or crape myrtle bark scale, and that will knock a lot of leaves off. People don't notice the insects and the honeydew, and and all of a sudden their crape myrtles are are bare because of it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not anything you deal with in the winter time. Okay. Well, I right. really do, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Richard, very much for calling. I appreciate that. All right, I think I'm going to put a wrap on the program for calls right now, and thank you for that very, very much. And uh, just uh, remind you that I'm here every Sunday morning from 8 until 10. Uh, Mike Bass has produced this program this morning, and he's done a wonderful job of doing that, as he always does. I am blessed to have Mike as as my producer here and over at uh, KLIF. I'm there Saturdays from 1 until 3. And uh, we don't have a lot of football preemptions, so you can pretty well count on us uh, to be there from 1 until 3 on Saturdays. I hope that you'll make a regular uh, habit of of joining us there. Uh, I mentioned a couple of times during this program that today uh, in my life has been a very uh, special day, noteworthy day, not necessarily a happy day. I lost my mother 30 years ago today, and uh, my dad uh, 16 years prior to that. And I was adopted, and and they gave me a wonderful place to be. And uh, I will eternally be thankful for that. Um, You can pretty well weigh in on what my feelings are. I don't talk politics here, never will, never have, and never will. Uh, But uh, I am very grateful that Omer and Lois Sperry saw fit in Alpine, Texas, to gather all their ration coupons in World War II and make the trek to San Antonio to pick up Baby Neal. And uh, I have had and continue to have a wonderful life, and and they provided that for me. So those of you who are adopting, God bless you. I have a, a sweatshirt that I had made for myself that says, this is what an adopted person looks like, and I'm proud to wear that shirt need to lose five pounds so I can be a little prouder to wear that shirt, but that's another story. So I hope you have a great day and uh, a great week, and we'll plan on reconvening right here 8 until 10 next Sunday. How would that be? Stay safe and uh, enjoy the cool weather as it blows on in. Mike Bass, thank you, sir. Great, uh, Great being with you today. Until next week, happy gardening.